0: Alone. Alone. Alone.
1: Alone.
0: Alone. 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 With Peter. Welcome back to Alone with Peter. I'm your host. And on this podcast, you're going to hear interviews with entrepreneurs, artists, digital nomads, and people seeking personal growth. If you followed along with season two, you've probably noticed this is the third interview with Dean Nelson a professional musician in Chandler, Arizona. Each episode tells a specific chapter of our guest journey, helping us understand what motivates them, who they are, and how they develop their talents over time. As we round out the interviews in part three, each guest also shares actionable tips for you as you continue on your own journey. This is the fun part. On this episode of alone with Peter, Dean shares how love trauma and life experiences shape art how to look at failure in a healthy way, and also a quick pro tip, the 15-minute principle and the keys to consistency as a musician, at least from Dean's perspective. If you've ever struggled with consistency in your creative goals or if perfectionism drags you down and stops you in your tracks, you're not going to want to miss this third and final interview with Dean Nelson.
1: So we recorded that um, because it was really hard. And now I look back favorably. It was like it was... It kind of felt like we just, like, had a boxing match with yeah. Joe Frazier. And once again, being but 75, I was like, got the crap kicked out of me. Yeah. And we knew it was, like, it was fine and we liked it. But it was like, oh, but then a label's going to come pick it up and we're going to take it. We were still very ambitious at that time. It was kind of funny how we thought. Oh, like, maybe this isn't the best quality, but it's going to be picked up. Spencer moved. Actually, I don't remember if he moved here or somewhere else. I can't remember where he moved. I think it was here. Uh and I so I met uh, my friend Danian around that time. My brother w- had moved; he was still LDS, or uh, Mormon, at the time, and served an LDS mission. I was really depressed. Spencer was gone around that time too, and uh, I met Danian, who uh, we just became like super close. I think it kind of was like this Starsky and Hutch, like I like having somebody around yeah. that was like not like a sound wall, but just like somebody that you can experience life with, right? Yeah, uh, heterosexual life partner, you know.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, romance, romance. I loved him romance. so yeah. much. I loved him like he was like a brother to yeah. me. And we started doing stuff, and he was just one of the most supportive people I've ever met in my entire life. And we had a very close and a beautiful friendship that meant the world to me. Like he has, he influenced me and the man I am today in a lot of positive ways that. um just means a lot to me he's a great guy uh just one of a kind and uh we started writing stuff so he didn't really know that much about music so i would tell him i not you to got say, him it. music yes yeah 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 i mean like he knew more than but and i was still like i'm like as, as a kid i'm still trying to feel like i'm trying to catch up to what everybody else had you know what i mean and uh so i listened to a lot to oh uh, we worked a lot together and like kind of like started doing that same thing i did with spencer like what if what if we did this line? What if we did that line? Oh, listen to this this guy over here. Mm. And what, is he, what do you think that means? We'd sit up late and drink Robitussin and RoboTrip and, and, and smoke and, and drink a little bit. Uh, I wasn't super into drinking at the time. And says <laughs> it was bad. It was super dangerous. And shrooms and all that fun stuff. I was getting more into kind of like that crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, and not like, uh, and, and d- uh, other things too. We did a lot of like, prescription drugs and stuff like that uh, which was not great uh, but I came about as close to an addiction to Laura have as you possibly can get without being addicted one time Danny handed me a pill a handful of pills just handed it to me we were songwriter I took it put it in my mouth I don't it was literally a handful I woke up at work three days later oh and apparently we'd God. had the cops called on us I saw my parents I lost my oh iPod at oh the time it was not gosh. good yeah I was I was woke up on the phone. Talking to uh, somebody's parent at work and be like, nah, man, he can't. No, the school board being like, oh, man, he can't come into work today, man, he's got cancer. And then hanging up, I can't come into school today. Yeah, it's bad. It's not
0: great. If you've been enjoying this interview with Dean Nelson, I would ask you to do me a couple favors. First and foremost, rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast platform, whatever that is. It gets more eyes on the show, more listeners, and if there's more listeners, I can bring you more great content like this. Stay tuned. At the end of the show, I'm going to give a sneak peek of who the next interview is. You're not going to want to miss out on this guy talking about radical authenticity and awareness, a life coach who might change your life. All right, enough of the tease. Let's get back to the edginess with Dean Nelson.
1: It was bad. Uh, not great. <laughs> we got into a lot of trouble. Uh, and yeah. I, but uh, so we started, we song, we did a lot of that. I still have a book that he wrote a lot of stuff in. And that had a lot of stuff that was on a, an album, that kind of first one that you were talking about, the Winchester stuff. Because yeah. Spencer left, and then he did his project.
0: Right. And then
1: I kind of took up what I had before those those songs and then changed a little bit. And we kind of split everything. It wasn't like a big, he was just like, it's I'm going to go do this, I'm going to go do this, i want to do this. I like loved rock and he wanted to go try Because, Like I said, Frank Ocean came out with Channel Orange mm-hmm. and that kind of changed the way we looked at music, both of us, right? I went and did some more rock stuff, and but I'm still getting into more like not reggae feel, but there was like different like, like syncopated stuff, which kind of yeah. sounds, it wasn't reggae. I really cannot stress that enough. But more syncopated stuff instead of just like running down that, which was influenced by Room 5 Art the Police right. and listening to more classic rock and going like, oh, I want to do stuff like that. Like, what does that feel like if I do that? Right. I did that with a guy that was related to the guy from, this is like a weird connection, to uh, Imagine Dragons. It's the guitarist or bassist, like his uncle. I love reading. There's so many great things. Wow. Does it, does it
0: impact with, your music?
1: totally it really does it impacts writing a lot i can tell it it comes a lot easier um i'm not saying that you try to crop copy any prose or anything like that but it is really good it just keeps the brain yeah. going there's a lot of good stories out there and it just kind of gives you a better understanding of life um classics or no classic, anything you can be reading yeah there's stuff with self-help books i always feel
0: like um the type of story that would be a good book doesn't necessarily translate to a song, though.
1: No, sometimes some people can do that. I have a—I know some people that can, but it's—it's different. It's—it's it's condensed three minutes usually, kind yeah. of a storytelling t- with that. So as like I said, you don't have to copy the prose necessarily, but
0: yeah, it's interesting. Um, well, I wanted to ask you the question. When did you decide to go from amateur to pro? At least like mentally.
1: Uh, Right around that time when I was working with Daniel. But when I was working with Spence, we really didn't get a lot of like, we didn't, I don't know if we got it. We did a couple shows, but I don't know, or a few shows, but I don't know if it was like a lot of pain stuff. And so with Daniel, Daniel was the guy that believed in me, but also had a lot of drive. He's one of those dudes, I know you know people like this, where you're just like, I want to go do this. And he goes, what do we need to do to make that happen? Yeah. Okay. And then it wasn't just me trying to do like 100% of the stuff. It was a 50 50 thing. He'd come in. I, one time we said, I want to build a studio. And he goes, Okay, let's build a studio. And we build a studio in the basement of our house.
0: That's so huge to have somebody like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh. He's one of them. He's amazing. Right. And uh, so right around that time was like the difference between like I had dropped out of school again to go play with another band or something like that. I think it was to drop out to play with another band. I just figured like I kept thinking about music. I was in music school, kept calming. And I kept going like that, ah, but I mean I
0: kinda was like, Oh, what if I did this
1: with this thing? And I was like, Well, I'm just gonna do it. Um and So you it find that was this... what
0: was happening to you a lot. You're like, uh, uh music doesn't work. Like I could not do that. I'm being EMT and then something yeah. pulls yeah. me back go to music oh, and yeah. I'm gonna go to school for this, and then it's you somehow keep getting sucked back to I music. kept getting
1: sucked in. Around that time I started reading a lot of books. I read this one joke book, uh, joke book I read this book by Craig Ferguson, the old late night talk show host. I don't know who bought it. I think my dad bought it for me. And in there, he said, I didn't have an education, but I read, so I read a lot of great books. He said something about crime and punishment.
0: Yeah. And
1: I was like, I'm interested in the book. I can't you want, want to
0: know it? why Russians write such long novels? Why is that? Because it's always winter.
1: Ah, yes, actually, that's, isn't <laughs> that funny? Yeah.
0: Dostoevsky's like the longest. Oh my gosh. Ever. Like yeah. that movie, Dick was seen? long.
1: Yeah, Tolstoy. He's got War and Peace. I read that one surely because I was like, it took him thirteen years.
0: You could kill somebody with that. You could.
1: (laughs) I was like, that took him thirteen years to write. I gotta read something that took somebody that long to write. I wrote it, read it, and I was like, that's a good book. Yeah, they're great books. They're great books. I was
0: supposed to read that book in high school. I think I read the Cliff Notes.
1: (laughs) Every teacher has to know that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. But it's so it's so big. Anyways,
0: you know what's funny is that I love reading. I read a lot um in high school i loved reading too but if somebody told me what to read i didn't want to read oh yeah, it. yeah. you
1: can't but that, that's the things like somebody that yeah if you if you're Forced to read all that stuff. Nobody wants to do that. Yeah, there's a lot of things. My, I've always my hated when people reading. tell me what to do. Oh yeah, it's the biggest oh, yeah. thing yeah. for me. That's the least like rock and, roll, very thing rock and roll. Rock and you know? roll. So like, yeah. don't tell me. What well, you're to a rock and roller. You but tell you, me you don't chance. You'll be. Yes.
0: You know, if you want me to do something, tell me not to yeah. do it. That's, that's the that's biggest thing I see with
1: all everybody that wants to be like a rock star a rock and roller, It's like, do you like? You're trying to be one, so you're not one. It's just you got to be one.
0: Um. Yeah, it's funny that you could pour all your energy into being just a football star. I wanted to be an actor and a singer and, yeah, and an astronaut. So it makes sense. And the cop and uh, <laughs> life is long. Choose dude. just one thing. Life is long. Know? I've done a lot of different stuff. I've done a lot of different stuff. I don't. I've done a lot
1: of stuff too. I don't regret doing. And I think things.
0: the cool thing about doing so many different things, the fact that you've been interested in poli-sci and that you've taken EMT and that you've been in and out of school and you still come back to music, I imagine that has influenced your music.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: The fact that you have loved and that you have lost, not to get too sappy or romantic, but I'm going to quote something that you said to me before. Every time you love somebody, you're dealing with some kind of trauma. Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> Yeah,
1: love and trauma hand in hand. Yeah, man. yeah love yeah, is yeah. trauma. I yeah. mean I don't mean then like some kind of like stupid Nikki Six lyric. Like I genuinely think like that's how we we deal with the with things. That's like it those walk hand in hand. If you're dealing with love, you're dealing with trauma. And if you can be patient with the fact that if you feel like that trauma that you've been dealt because somebody you loved and you lost or somebody was mean to you. Or like a par- the way that parenting is. Parenting might be the biggest example. Like, or marriage is another one. Like, yeah. it's still like, there's still love based in that thing. And I choose to believe in that love more than than that trauma. But I also have to respect that that is trauma as is well. Is
0: that one of the reasons why music speaks to you? It helps you kind of deal with the, some of the loss or the trauma in your life?
1: Yes. That's the way that I can process all those things. Reading is
0: another one. Writing is another one of those things. Uh, There's something about the creative process that's cathartic. Yes,
1: and then listening, listening, and reading those. Being a once again being a fan of movies, yeah. of other musicians, uh, of reading books that are are what I consider great books.
0: Mm. I love this conversation. I'm learning a lot about you, which is which is i i find i always find fasting learning about people and their motivations and what's kind of shaped their story because i think that as you get an idea of what's happened in somebody's life you can get understand why they do what they do and yeah. why certain things are important or not important to them like if you don't know my backstory you maybe don't understand why i do the things that i do or why i I really react strongly yeah. to certain things over others, right? So to hear your story and how it's progressed is is fascinating to me. And I think, you know, kind of trying to relate it back here, there's like some key things that I would like you to talk about. Yes. And, and just not necessarily a general way. I think you should be speaking from your own experience. But, you know, these are things I've identified that I think Everybody who wants to do something creative, which I believe all of, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to be creative. If you want to mm-hmm. be an artist, you definitely have to be creative. If you want to travel the world, there's a reason why. You want to experience what the world has to offer. Anybody who's trying to do these kind of things, they've got that commonality. Yeah, And so with that comes the resistance or the obstacles or whatever you want to call them. It comes with a um unconventional path. And so I'm curious in this next part if we can kind of just try and be thinking about those people who are listening to this podcast. What are some things that we can they can learn from your experience? So, um maybe first would be you know, what are some ways that you've been able to look at failure in a healthy way so that you can continue to create music?
1: Everything in a journey is the journey is based off of failure. Between those those two things, there's no such thing as like to me. Maybe that you can't ever say never or always. There's it. It's not a straight line between any of these things. By making mistakes, by joining bands that you have no part of being or purpose in being in, and being but being honest about that with the other band members too, you are strengthening yourself and technically is considered a failure when you leave but um if that well i guess that yeah when I you mean, leave let's call it. let's just call it failure there's it's it's more complicated than that but yeah or,
0: or but that's an important part of it right yeah. what do you define as a failure like how do you define failure as it not working out the way it was supposed to
1: i don't i i used to but I don't do that anymore. If you get married and then you get divorced, is that a lot of people say that's a failure? But I don't think it, it has to be a failure. I mean, like I don't think that. I think that you still had that intense amount of love and commitment at one point, and although it might be sad that it ended, you're still like it felt right at the time, and maybe it was right at the time. Maybe we can get into some like
0: well, it's like moral
1: discussion, but like it doesn't have to be like. Or philosophical discussion. I don't think right has to, failure. The way that we perceive failure, it's always like it has to be right or wrong. With that failure, to me, I see failure as more like a stepping stone to get to that next part where you, you re- feel like you belong until you die.
0: <laughs> well, if you relate it back to your music, you know, you talked about pumping out a lot of bad songs. Yes, you are all, those absolutely. songs failures? Yeah. Uh, when you when you when we're talking about having a better relationship because I think there's a temptation to say that song wasn't worth writing yes because it is a failure yeah and is that fair to say I
1: don't think I don't think it is it's the same well is it like if what is that what is a successful life you can luck into writing something good that you don't even understand but to be able to consist like more often than not write a good song, you have to write a, at least, I would say like 100 songs. I've had somebody that, I worked with a guy that worked with Pixar, and he goes, we recorded something from that uh, EP, Twist the Blue, that's out on Spotify yeah. as well. I'll plug myself real quick. Nice. This is the one that he's talking about. He's like, I really like these songs a lot. These are cool songs, but you need to go write 90, what was it, 96 more songs like this, and then somebody will pick you up. Like, if you're looking right. to do something like this, write... 96 more songs like this. Mm. And it will usually be the song you did not think was going to get picked up. Yeah. Just that is consistently write all the time. If you talk to me about being a songwriter and I go, how many songs have you written? And you're like 12, I'm going to be like, you're not a songwriter. I, I might not say that to your face. I'm all about, I'm trying to be positive, not fake positive. Like, Hey, I would say go write some more songs. That's what you should be doing. Even if all 12 of them, if you but wrote Billie Jean we- thriller, freaking, uh um, Hop for teachers, that's a weird one to throw in there. Uh what's a I gotta throw something in circles by post Malone. Like you could sure. do um I kissed a girl by Kitty Perry. Uh, well, you're gonna make me do all of them? Dude, yeah, that's a good song. Okay. Board. I'll do it. Okay. Uh good vibrations by the beach boys.
0: Sure.
1: Hey Jude by the Beatles. I, yeah. I keep going late. Let's do like something newer. Uh, Peach Pit by Peach Pit. Um oh, shoot. Uh The Less I Know the Better. Uh man, I'm really struggling to finish this out. What what number am I on?
0: I think six or seven. I'm six or seven.
1: <laughs> Dude, this has got to be. i get it. Seven. It's fine. There, okay. I,
0: like, I get the idea. But you, if you wrote twelve of the best songs, goodbye, yellow brick road. Wrote, I'm sorry. No. What, do you, what yeah. do you say to Tarantino then? He's only made nine movies.
1: He could be the exception to the rule, yeah, and, and you can tell him, like that. Proof is still an he's okay. He's probably movie, written but it's a million fine. scripts that he didn't turn into. Oh yeah, for though, sure too, the yeah. other thing. He doesn't just like he doesn't just write just just, just my, that.
0: But that gets me to my next thing, right? So, the like, greatness
1: is on the cutting room floor, man. That's how you got there. Those the are the. Cut, I
0: love that. I love that phrase too. But because here's the thing, I, I can't imagine that there hasn't been something in the failed song. Or failed band that you haven't used in something that is oh, for a success. Sure. Yeah. Whether you it's the technique you learned. Oh, yeah. Or it's actually a lyric from that yeah. song. I get what you say Whatever. In like, that,
1: in that fail, that, in and that is way that you should not a failure no, anymore. No. But how much of that? Okay, Basically, let me ask you. Basically, did you
0: learn from it?
1: Yes. I,
0: then is it a failure?
1: No, no, it shouldn't be. Did you know that at 22?
0: No way. No freaking did way. Did you feel that way?
1: No, hell no. No way. Do you feel that I way didn't now get, even? I do feel that way now.
0: That's still I'm pretty still, hard to I'm do I'm still though. trying
1: to get to that to feel that way consistently. Well, I also don't. I'm, I'm an amalgamation of all these different ideas. Right. Who am I today? I'm going to be somebody different tomorrow. I'm a different person than, than we started people? the
0: conversation. Who I am hates who I've been. Who I am hates relying. K. Been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, do. Is that is that the, add that to the great <laughs> songs list. <laughs> Reliant K, yeah, that's good stuff. We could throw a bunch of screamo songs in there. Oh, easy! Uh, My tears don't fall; they crash around me. I love it, man. Yeah, (laughs) actually, that would be in the bad song list. Probably, but what is greatness Um, defined, anyways? Here, double bass drums. (laughs) I don't like them. (laughs) I know. I always remembered Pablo talking about how much he hates that. You know who can
1: do it really well? I think I think he uses one. Archetype,
0: archetypes collide. Tyler Flam. have you met Archetypes him? Clyde? Yeah, he does a double bass drum. I'm pretty sure he That's does this. Joe
1: he's a husband. good guy. Yeah, I still haven't watched
0: drummer. him play. I was kind of hoping he's he like the kind of guy I'd like. To I need hang to go see.
1: With. Oh, dude, he's such a good guy. Yeah. She's a great lady, too. They're she a great band. Nice.
0: I heard she's a good bassist.
1: I think I've heard her play, too. I've so i've seen him play i haven't seen him play live yet yeah I'm, really let's go to a
0: show i would love to let's do it i would love to see i need to be yeah. more of a fan they're gonna do a world tour they're gonna do a world tour i think i have no doubt i heard that Or oh, they, they already just, set, they already it's already it up. set up yeah I don't, actually, i'm not surprised they're, they're getting imagine. out of the small pond right now it sounds like Those guys are archetypes amazing. Clyde. Uh, to be fair I, perfectly transparent i haven't actually listened to their music at all They're good i'll have to check them out they're really good um Okay, a couple more things though. I put them on those it's local like, playlists, man. Really like. I oh, love that idea. I love that idea. Yeah, yeah. The 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 local playlist. I really like that idea. Let's crank uh, it out. Yeah, I'm sorry. With dealing with inaction, because I think this is part of the pro. This is um a product of looking at your failures the wrong way, though. Is inaction or fear? How do you overcome that?
1: Fear, to me, is not that hard to overcome because I've bombed so many times. i bombed a lot. I've really, but I cannot stress that enough. i bombed a lot of times. I've been yeah. really bad for a really long time. Inaction is really hard to get out of. And the biggest thing is by doing something what I consider crappy right off the gate. Just do something to move. Do it. There's a lot of different things you can't. If you have a problem stopping, Xbox playing Xbox, disconnect your Xbox and put it into a box. Put that mm-hmm. box into a tiny box. Put that box into a small box, and then smash it box with a hammer. Yeah. Put put it into yeah. If in if, as that, what is it that is the inaction? Because if once you right. can cut away those those little things, you you're gonna be doing a little bit. You better. You think a lot of it's distraction. It's a lot of it's distraction based. I think. If you can, uh, if you can do that, and then immediately do something that mixes it up—that is a shitty version of whatever it is that you want to do. So, do you, would if you say- want to become a songwriter or you want to become a singer, go out, carve out this one thing, yeah. and then just go like, "I'm going to go play this open mic night."
0: Yeah, that's
1: my first step. Right? That yeah. doesn't have to be the necessary. The opposite but.
0: of inaction is taking the first step. Taking the yeah. first
1: step—that is the hardest part. And then once you start, or like you guys have been doing this, which is great, a jam session, do that. That might even be easier than that. What is, pick it up. Put, make, a, make a TikTok. Do whatever it is. That yeah. is the benefit to that thing. Go do that thing immediately. I think, do it, literally, if you can do that the day of, you're going to be good. If, and then, instead of thinking, I'm going to do this every day for a year, which is a lot of time to mm-hmm. do that, do it a small version of that. I'm going to do it every day this week done. That's it. There's a principle that I'm sure somebody else came up with. I'm just going to coin it as mine. It's called the 15 minute principle that I made up. If you do something 15 minutes a day, you're going to be really good at that thing. I like that. It does. You don't, the, the Gladwell, what is it? Hundred ten thousand 10,000 hours has been disproved. It's not, it's not true. They, they, it's not right. You will be, I'm, I'm sure you will get great at something like that to master something, but really I tell all my students this, if you do 15 minutes a day, you're going to be really good at that thing. That's like who who are you trying to beat? Jimi Hendrix? He's naturally going to be better than you for the rest of your life probably. And I'm going to say exactly. he will be better than you the rest of your life. If you want if you want to be the exception and prove me wrong, I don't care. Go ahead and prove me wrong. For sure. Go ahead. Yeah, that's great. I would love to be wrong.
0: I heard he just picked up a guitar and played it left handed, like upside picked, down.
1: Uh, yeah, he strung the the right handed guitar upside. That's down. That's so crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. He eventually was not doing that. Let's be. I'm sure he did not I'm always sure have he every didn't guitar. Always do
0: that. I'm sure you got accustomed to. He also
1: just literally would walk around with a guitar all day. So he, yeah. yeah, hell yeah,
0: he's gonna get good at it. Why? Yeah.
1: He probably. I heard he didn't know that much about theory. The Beatles don't know very much about theory at all, and they're considered the greatest songwriting. Group one of the greatest songwriters of all time. The hardest part to recording any song is plugging in the interface. I it feels that is that is the hardest That is, is that the step one hardest part because well even the, it is and it also something always goes wrong. It's like why what, what the heck my preferences wasn't set uh, the right way or yeah. like you know what I mean. Like we there's so many examples beyond that. Mm-hmm. Once you start, that's why the 15 minute principle works because yeah. you don't. Almost you, it never just goes fifteen minutes. It almost always becomes three hours. But if I tell you to be a great guitarist, you got to practice five hours a day. Like uh, I have a buddy, right. Tony Finau, the golfer. I know that guy. He's great. You know yeah. what he does? I know because I've asked him. He practices at least five hours a day. He's going to the gym or doing something like every day. You can't see me. I'm doing air quotes mm, every day because every day it's he Not took one day, day, but it's every day. Yeah. That's what he does. That's what he does. But he didn't do that. And sometimes I'm sure he tricks himself and be like, I'm just gonna do this for 15 minutes. I'm just gonna do. I'm just gonna be doing. Just going to the gym for 15 minutes. I'm all literally all I'm gonna do at the gym. I'm just gonna do some curls because I like yeah. curls. And then we leave. And then you get there. and you're Like, okay, I kind of want to do. Let me do some squats. Yeah. Well, why am I mixing leg and arm I I have I no idea. not a Bad idea. But a bad you're doing idea. it for 15 minutes. It. Well no, I'm just gonna do this. I'm just gonna go on b bi- I'm just gonna right. on a rim for rim rim, rim. rim to rim, rim to
0: rim, rim. to rim. I was gonna rim, 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 rim,
1: rim, rim, rim. to rim I speak. Yeah. The ability to speak so, does not make you intelligent.
0: The ideas that we're playing with are almost universal. And like it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. Like you could just be doing your normal job right uh-huh. now, but you know, but I think a lot of people they want to do something. That they, when you look at a musician or an actor or a writer or something, you go, wow, like what they do is so inspiring. I c- can't believe they can do that. I think what that person is seeing is that like that person is taking a risk. That person is going out to do something that.
1: To me, it's, it's like doing it.
0: Oh, I'm alive.
1: That kind of yeah. hurt. So not all art has to be that way, but it's just yeah. like, versus the mind-numbingness of going to your nine-to-five every day or whatever yeah. variation you have with that.
0: In order to do what you're suggesting, the 15 minutes and tricking yourself or or taking just taking the first step, that kind of action, I think you have to have a strong reason for why you're doing what you're doing. Okay. So there's a concept um, Stephen Covey came up with. This guy wrote the... The Seven, seven Habits heads. for Highly Effective yes. People. And it's called Beginning with the End in Mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've read his book partially, like five or six different times. And I always get to a certain point in the book and I go, I'm not ready for that next step. So I'm just going to leave <laughs> it for a while and come back and reread everything I've already read. And then get to that <laughs> point again and go, hey, I'm still not ready. I'm and, back. and then, And then I'm going to stop. But... uh Beginning with the end in mind is a concept that has really, really stuck with me. Because if you don't know why you want to do what you do, then you're not going to have enough motivation to do it when it's hard. And I think that is one of the defining differences between someone who likes the idea of being a musician Uh and someone who is actually a working artist. Yeah,
1: because uh, I'm just telling you, that I'm not the most successful person, but... It's a lot of hard work, and it, it's not just like I'm just gonna go get drunk with my friends over and over again. That's a fun part. That's a benefit to it. Right. But it's also like, how uh, if you're just doing that, how am I gonna make? How am I gonna pay my bills? I'm not. I also can't afford this nice thing. Mm-hmm. I tried to make art, and it didn't come out as good as I wanted it to. That's yeah. a huge thing. People are just like, oh, I my interface just is not nice enough to make that. You do not have the ability and or the equipment to make it as as pristine as Tyler the creator's new album. Call me if you get lost. I don't know if you've listened to that. That album no. is a banger. It is yeah. so good. I'll have to check it out. Oh, does some so weird
0: stuff, man. He's dude, definitely he's experimental. Crazy. I like that about him.
1: But he's uh, he's one of my like I'm not gonna say one of my favorite dudes, but he's like really? one of those dudes that I really look up I wouldn't
0: to. Wouldn't have guessed that. Well, um,
1: that last uh, Igor. That oh, oh yeah. my gosh that album like I heard it and immediately was like this is a masterpiece. Which is funny because I'm really not much like of a hip hop guy. Yeah. Like, like you I look at me and you go like, "Yeah, you can't see me right now. I'm wearing like dress shoes, my pants. I my literally jeans can't are see you. You're like wearing, turned sideways. I'm le- turn turned sideways. Yeah, I'm skinny as shit. Uh, but I really get influenced by all that other stuff.
0: I mean, I think as a musician you have to be. If I could leave it, on, if I could have you leave it on on a single note. Yes. If there's one thing that you wish you had known or could tell yourself right now about your pursuit of artistry? What would you say to yourself?
1: Don't put so much pressure on the whatever you're working on right now. Not because it's not gonna turn out well, but just like, enjoy. Stop trying to swing for the fence and just like make something you like.
0: Stop trying to swing for the fences just stop. Dean Nelson nails it out of the park. We're so happy to have him on the show. I hope you found him as inspiring as I have. Just a really authentic human being. And if you want to support him and his music, you can do so by checking him out on Spotify and on Apple Music. Also check him out on crazylegsdean.com. Or if you're in the Chandler Mesa Gilbert area, come out and see him at a show. I know he'd love to have you there. I appreciate you guys and all your support. I hope you've been getting some actionable and practical tips from these first few episodes of Aloma Peter. If you're looking to take your life, both personally and professionally, to the next level, you're not going to want to miss the next guest on Aloma Peter owner and president of Brian Bogert Companies. Brian Bogart helps executives, entrepreneurs, athletes, and growth minded individuals like yourselves embrace pain to avoid suffering. Ryan has a truly unique story, and I hope you check it out on the next few episodes of Alone with Peter.